Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, builders? Did we uh, finally decide that that was the, the name that we call our listeners? I have not said, hey, builders. Yo, what's up, construction crew? Ow! We got to build a building? Oh, God damn it! <laughs> I can't think right now. <laughs> I also, I have to go to, I have to pee, but I, I didn't have to pee enough to go before the podcast. Sure. Like, I know if I went in there, it'd just be a little dribble, but it's like enough to annoy the shit out of me. Right, just enough. Just the right amount. Yeah, just the right amount of dick. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, what am I doing? It's Friday night, guys. Why the fuck are we doing this podcast? Yeah, it's a Friday night. Okay, here's what happened. Justin doesn't know how to book guests. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Uh, There is a miscommunication between our guest and Justin. It's really nobody's fault, but I'll take the blame because it. Uh, I guess. I guess. I, you showed me the text exchange. I can I can kind of see both sides. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what we're gonna do is today, since we're really we have already done one with us for the week, uh, we are going to do one on Tuesday with a guest, and next week, Friday with a guest. So it'll basically balance itself. We're just out. inversing, baby. Yeah, inversing Tuesday and Friday. So yeah, what do you guys care? So yeah, so we there's been enough stuff actually that's gone on between the last couple days for us to what a roller coaster have a new episode. <laughs> there's some exciting new. Dude, there's some weeks where we're just like, yeah, no, nothing really happened this week. Yeah, not this week. Not this week. There's actually finally some good news. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay, guys. It's been a long drought for Jeremiah <laughs> Watkins, but let's just say he just struck a well. Oh, of oil? Uh, just a little bit of water. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can still live off water. No, exactly. Uh, you can't get rich off of water, but you can live <laughs> off of it, and that's what happened. Wow, this is such a good analogy. It is pretty good. I uh, I booked a, uh, a internet non-union <laughs> coffee bean commercial. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I didn't build it up very well, saying that it was only internet <laughs> and non-union. But, dude, this is, like, monumental yeah, to me. Yeah, you booked. What is it, the first time you booked a commercial in a couple of years? Yeah. Well, I booked, some other, I booked, like, some internet commercials. This is the first, like, small buyout commercial okay. that I've gotten. Actually, ever, as far as... I've never, got, I've never had a, gotten a buyout commercial before. So I'm very excited. It's not like that much money, but it will let me relax for like a month or a month and a half. It'll keep you going to the keep next me booking. And so what's good too, the so Justin referred me to we have the same commercial agent as we've discussed on the other episodes. So this is like the fifth audition that they've sent me on and I booked it. So I'm hoping that I'm in their good graces now and that yeah. they're like, Oh, this guy has the ability to book. Let's send him out more. We trust and more. him now. We trust him now. Yeah. So, do you have good rapport with them? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we you know we mainly email and stuff. I mean, I'm definitely gonna get them like a gift, for sure. After this, good for 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 helping me book this, sending <laughs> me on this audition, 
And uh, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm excited. That's good. And excited to get in front of that camera. I know this should this should not be a thing that makes me extra happy, <laughs> but it's very competitive out here, guys. <laughs> and I auditioned against three or four people who I knew as comedians. Oh, really? And it felt good to get it. Yeah, it just felt good. Like I I knew like for the at the callback I knew three other guys that were going in. Two of the guys were going in for. Uh, the other guy role, but I think one of them was going in for the same role as me. So there you go. I don't know, but our our callback was was good though. So improv based kind of. A little bit. the The last take, they said, kind of do what they want, and that's when we were getting laughs. So I'm like, oh, that's what did it. <laughs> that's what did it. The improv. The improv. So I'm very, very, very grateful uh, for this. So. Uh, Props to the man upstairs. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to you, JC. JC. Wait, but G-O-D. I don't need, I thought you're not. You're Christian, but you're not like denominational. Is that what it's called? Ooh. You're non-denominational. Non-denominational. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. You don't really go to church anymore. I don't. No. I'm very. I, I would still. I say. I tell people I am. I have a. Uh, I'm spiritual. That I'm like semi-religious, but not to the point where. I don't go to church anymore. Like, okay, let's see. Like, do you do you judge your friends that do hard drugs? Are you like, that's a sin? Well, what is hard drugs? I don't know, like a little cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna judge a little bit for coke and well, some of the I mean, drugs. I judge, but I don't judge on a religious thing. I'm like, well, I never, dude, I never judge on a religious factor. Oh. But I'm more. Well, that's just, what I was asking. No, more is just like, what are you whenever, doing, man? <laughs> whenever I'm judging, I'm just like. I'm just like looking out for their like body and mind, like dude, okay. like ch- you. This is not a good idea. Yeah, dude. Oh, you're sad. Maybe don't take that ecstasy. Yeah. No, I I try. I I at least try. I attempt to never judge anything on a religious level. Like, oh, that that person should not be doing that. Yeah. Because I mean, I I do stuff that I'm sure other people are like, well, that guy should not be doing <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean, sex sex uh premarital sex is uh. It's a no no. <laughs> and uh sorry guys. Uh I've been bit and, you, and I can't you, stop. <laughs> once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Um No, that's good, man. It's uh, you know. Woo, the summertime. Did you announce that other commercial that you booked a while ago? I think Did so. we ever announce it on the podcast? I don't know. Anyway, Justin has booked two commercials now with this commercial agency. I, He's about the, to become one of and, the golden boys of this the, agency. These commercials, I'm right now negative $1,200. Do you want to get into the landlord stuff that's going on? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I need to document this. Guys, the first time I've almost lived in Los Angeles five years. Hurts to say that. Uh, for the first time, my and things have gotten dark before. <laughs> But this time, I am getting evicted. <laughs> oh, oh man. god damn it. So Justin is getting evicted. Let's back up and find out why. Okay. So, so how, how many months of rent are you behind? I'm right now just behind one and now going to be two as of Saturday. So your landlord hates your guts. Yes. Yeah. Here's what happens. When I booked my commercials, I had to 
join SAG. Usually you can get a small loan, but because Bank of America, they still haven't told me what they closed my account for risk. So that showed up on the loan thing. And uh, I guess because I, dude, I literally had overdrafted probably like 25 times. Oh, so that's why it was high risk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was high risk. Okay. But here's the thing is I always got my money back because I would just call and scream at the person. Yeah. Just say, bank error, bank error. Right, sorry, Mr. Alexio. Um, we have to. The, and dude, sometimes they'd be like, I can't reverse it. <laughs> this one guy was like, you've had 20 late overdraft fees. And I was like, get me the manager. And they get the manager, and then I just caused such a problem. They're like, this is not worth $25. Yeah. Let's refund him. Hey, man. So finally, they got me. They just closed <laughs> my account. Sometimes that stuff catches up. Yeah. So uh, it caught me. So basically, I couldn't get the loan. So then I was like, what are my options? Well, the guy was like, you can either not be authorized to work any more SAG projects. Uh, Rick. Or you can pay right now. $1,000, which I think I talked about on the podcast before how I had yeah. to find $1,000. But since that 1000 every month, I have to pay like $500. <sighs> so that's basically my rent. Of course. So I've been giving the last two months. I had to give my last month's rent too because then I also lost my Uber job. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to. So I didn't have – usually I can just work more hours Uber, but I had to give my rent to uh, SAG last month so uh and i'm gonna have to do it again this upcoming month unless i get paid so basically so i was sleeping today i just hear this boom 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 on my door and i was like i thought it was the cops i was like wow what the fuck and then uh (laughs) then i was like i think it's my landlord and then my landlord calls me my phone is on so then it's ringing and she's hearing it ring and she texts she's like i hear you in there i hear your phone ringing oh my god and i literally was like I'm in timeout until she leaves. I cannot open this door. I just didn't say anything until she left. And then I was I showed Jeremiah the text. I just texted her. I was like, let's do this. Send the three-day notice. <laughs> so uh Yeah. If uh you haven't followed the podcast, Justin, we have learned over time, has a little bit of a temper problem. <laughs> so whenever he said let's do this, <laughs> you don't want to be on the other end of that. Oh man, I told her I was like, be prepared for me to use my full force on you. I told and I was like I was like, you fucked with the wrong person. These are all texts I didn't show you, but I was very angry. Oh man. So uh now, hopefully it doesn't end up going to court or anything because it won't go to court. Because she can be like, look at these text messages. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you only say stuff on the phone and you don't text people through. I don't give things. a fuck. I didn't call her a bitch or any oh I called her a bitch to other people, but I didn't. I didn't call it to her face. That's good. So that's um, the one time that I'll I'll say that that it's good that you didn't say something to somebody's face. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you know, whatever. I've got three days to find twelve hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> wow. It's all right. I'm mm-hmm. all right. I'm actually. I'm actually surprised at how much I don't. I'm not stressing out. Yeah. I'm just like. Let's see what yeah, happens. You know. We'll yeah. see what happens. Because I know that money's coming. I'm just like, you don't want to be patient, then whatever. So. I mean, that's a good feeling, at least, right? That has to be at least somewhat of a good feeling that money is coming. Yeah, that's the thing. If I, if I didn't have any money, I would be, I'd probably be fucking crying right now. Where I'm just like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing, guys, is uh, I've been in a pretty dark period <laughs> for a while where I no knew idea. that no money was coming. And, uh, you know, uh, 
Tears have flowed. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Things when, are when was gonna the, start when was the last time at... you cried? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> 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 yesterday. Oh, my God. Yesterday alone in my room. It just it would just just get too much. You're just like, that's kind of an amazing story to one to one day be crying and the next day you book a commercial. That that's literally <laughs> the best description of Los Angeles <laughs> is the ups and downs. Yesterday I was crying. Uh, today I booked a commercial. I <laughs> uh, I was what brought on the tears is uh, so I've been having some car issues. And my dad, I never like to ask my family for money, but I've like had to recently, like to get, like not with rent ever, but like if something comes up out of the blue that's not part of my like, this is like my thousand dollars that I have to make this much this month so I can eat, so I can pay rent, phone, insurance, all that stuff. If anything happens outside of that, yeah, like- I can't like I can't even handle it. So. I had this this problem with my car that ended up costing $360, and uh, my dad sent me an emergency credit card. He's like, put it on the card, son. He's like, that's what I sent you that card for, is stuff like this that you can't help it happen. And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it off eventually. And my parents are not, like, wealthy at yeah. all. Like, they're very middle-class, hardworking people. And uh, And I was like, well, I owe you. And he's like... He's like, nope, I'm investing in your future. He's like, you'll take care of us someday. Don't worry about this. And I like got phone with them. I started crying. I was like, man, I'm just like grateful that I have a good family and a, a strong support system like that. Even like good friends, man. Like like Justin has looked out for me like crazy. Like he referred me to this agent. Like this booking wouldn't have been uh, possible without Justin because I doubt that. <laughs> my previous agent wouldn't have even sent me on this audition. Don't you kind of want to email your other agent and be like, look what you're missing out on. No, I mean, it'll be, if I start actually getting like national TV spots and she sees it, I know she's going to boil with rage. (laughs) (laughs) He got, he he left me before I could get him any big spots. Before I could make money. But these new agents are dope. I like w- really want to make them money because they they hustle in there and it's like okay now let me do my thing and I will I'll book stuff for you yeah and then, dude there's just a lot of talent at that agency which I think is why they're able to get these auditions because well yeah if you have a reputation uh, for having good clients and and especially they have a lot of comedians there so if they're known as people with funny dudes or funny women on their roster and people keep coming back to them, then it's like, well, that's going to up your chances. If you're just the name alone, whenever you get sent into an audition, like, Oh, this guy's going to be good because they're with so-and-so. Right. It's like a trickle down effect, man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You know what I was thinking? I was like, maybe I should just cry just to emotion. I haven't cried in a long time. Well, here's the thing. I used to be very against crying. <laughs> and then I moved to Los Angeles <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's a sad place out here y'all it's uh it's it's heartbreaking it's heart-wrenching but uh no i um i uh i i don't cry very often i usually uh like very rarely do i cry and maya has only seen me cry a handful of times uh and that was because i was you know afraid our relationship was <laughs> going to shatter so because... she's only seen you cry because of her 
Yeah, well, and also too, like, uh, like I said, when whenever, uh, like, here's another, like I mentioned on another podcast, whenever my computer, yeah. uh, broke down, my family, like all my family, got together, including Maya. Maya organized. She like messaged my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad. My grandma got involved, my aunts and uncles, and they like bought me a new computer because I use my computer every day. We're recording on my computer, this newer computer uh, right now. And whenever she brought me that, I like was bawling like a baby because I would have never been. I was looking on Craigslist for pieces <laughs> of crap that I was like, this is going to be worse than what I had. And my computer that I had was, was it was seven years old, and it, I was still like limping it along. And yeah. then I just ate it. <laughs> that was that was another really <laughs> really dark. low point. That Whenever happened. I came back and my computer had died in its sleep, <laughs> it literally died in its sleep. I never got to say goodbye. The light just never came on. I tried to revive it at Apple Care. They're like, it's gone. Oh, they said that. Yeah, they're like, you can't bring this back to life. <laughs> they're like, it's not coming oh, back. Man. They're like, I, they're like. I'm, they're like, you can't even get a power supply to this. <laughs> it was very sad. I ripped out its organs. I have its hard drive somewhere that once I have enough money, I need to transfer the files over to a different drive. Try to get a hard drive enclosure. Still dead. <laughs> Something's, I don't know. Uh, dude, I don't know. Hopefully this podcast isn't too Is it depressing. too dark, guys? It's, I, think it's, I think it's just more of a real real life situations it's just happening. we're just letting you know so that way uh when we're we're on tv you won't be like those guys didn't work for it well that's the thing is people think that la is a very glamorous place yes it can be if you know the right people you make the right connections you work hard enough it can eventually become glamorous but justin and i are very much so in the building years of our careers and that's why what this podcast is about is kind of letting people know that uh it's pretty freaking hard out here. Dude, people tell you it's hard. And you have like... <laughs> no idea until you start experiencing some of the stuff. I was telling Jesse, uh, my roommate, the other day about a fight that broke out on my car in Koreatown <laughs> uh, like last year. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I didn't even tell you that because it just became part of life. Just, it just be- didn't even, it wasn't stuff. even out of the ordinary after a while. Dude, I mean, like, I've learned how to shoplift out here. Like, oh I've, I've had, dude, I've had to shoplift food. There's been weeks where I'm just like, I can't. I it's either gas or food, and I need the gas. Yeah, dude, I literally, I've learned. If you want to shoplift, all you got to do is just not conceal it and just walk out like you already paid for it. Yep, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. Did you see what Crystalia said about the yes all woman hashtag? Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, like, dude, I, people that, because I have a lot of friends that know him. I don't really, I've talked to him a couple times. Yeah. But I had friends that didn't know him. What did, yeah, I'm very interested to know, because I know Chris D'Elia. We're not, we're acquaintances. We're not friends by any means or anything. Whenever I see him, I say, what's up? He says, what's up to me? Whatever. But I'm very interested to know what people say who are strangers who don't know who he is or vaguely know who he is all i know is i did not see one person defend crystalia everyone was hate like hate talking about him like just like this guy's the biggest piece of shit like don't watch his show he says not i mean he 
the, I don't know, and I know journalism can get skewed, but the way he was presented in this Huffington Post article oh, was... Oh, dude. They made him look... I don't know if they made him look like that, it or, or if he, he did, but he just looked super douchey, man. Dude, he had to. He should have had his publicist be like, this can't come out. I don't know. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I watched more of the interview. It said click here to watch. And I watched more of the interview, and uh, that excerpt is just... I know. I understand. I understand. What I understand he's what he's saying. Yes, but it's I do. Just how he said it. It. He, I think he was a little bit too defensive the way he he said it. And uh, I, one post in particular that I remember. I, I don't think it. And it was from one of my Facebook friends who's not a comedian. Yeah. They attached the video and they said, "This is how to not launch a sitcom in 2014." <laughs> I was like, "Ew, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like back in the day, though, comments like that could have helped you. Like, oh, he's edgy. This guy's edgy. Yeah, but that's when you know who they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, a lot of people don't know who he is now, but there's still a lot of people who don't have any idea who he is. And that's not a good topic whenever you have a certain reputation about you. Yeah. (laughs) As I've heard from other... I'm not going to get into that on this podcast, but... I've I've heard certain things from women already that I have met outside of the comedy scene. Uh and his comments on that does not help his image basically. So yeah, I am I agree with you. I'm surprised that a publicist would not be like, "Yeah, this has got to come down." Like this is Yeah, this is this is bad. Yeah. Or even the show, the show's got to be pissed at him. I don't know. I guess it got really good ratings though. I yeah. uh, I checked uh what from one of my buddies who's uh, like a writer on the show, he posted that it got really good ratings. And a lot of it, I mean, I'm sure is because of uh, social media. Because they had a lot of comedians put out tweets and Facebook posts like saying, watch it. I even put one out because I like I know a handful of the guys on the show. And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, it's yeah. Supporting friends and stand-up comedians. Like, why not? Uh, like, how often do, can you say you have a friend that's on an on NBC sitcom? sitcom? Right. Uh, or on billboards or anything. I mean, you you have seen that with Echo before, so you've gone through it already where you're like, I know that guy. That's so weird. Like, yeah. I know him on a personal level. And then you're like, oh, they're on that TV show. <laughs> it's so weird, man. It's it's crazy. As you go along, I get more and more friends on TV. Yeah. It's like on sitcoms and like... And uh, Justin's bank commercial is online now, so Ooh. you can uh, watch, check that Watch out. my hot second. I almost thought they cut me out the first time I watched the it. The first time I watched it, I was like, where's Justin? I had a panic attack. I was like, no! I saw you in one shot the first time around, and then I looked at it again, and I was like, oh, you're in like three or four different shots. Yeah, it just goes so quick. Yeah. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, no. Well, guys, it's summertime. You got any summer? You're going, you're going to New York. Hype yeah, that man. again. I'm really excited about that. The 17th through the 21st, I'll be in New York to launch Stand Up on the Spot NYC. Launching my improvised stand-up show out there. And um, uh, it'll be a fun show. And hopefully I'm going to do some other spots while I'm there, too. So that'll be exciting. Oh, dude, I wanted to ask you. So I keep getting from people that I'm a chill dude. That I, yeah. But I don't feel like I am. Like, I feel I would more describe myself as... Ugh, crazy. Ugh. Yeah, but people say chill because uh like when you meet them. You know what I mean? People people consider me a chill dude. 
but that's really whenever you're you're meeting me because I'm not gonna. Geek gonna out. kick you in the face. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Just doing high kicks everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I can do sound effects. Oh, that was good. I mean, I can. I mean, you and I like it doesn't like it doesn't make sense whenever like you and I are talking in a room right now. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes I get energy bursts. On, but this is probably like this podcast. Ver- this is a version of myself that's one of the most mellow versions. Like this, the way I'm talking right now. Yeah, I don't really talk to people in public like like this. Yeah, like to friends. Whenever I'm like out at the comedy store or whatever, like I'm not like, hey, dude, how's it going? Like very, very relaxed, very chill. But it's like we're in this hot room right now. I'm not going to exert a ton of energy to get across the same. Stories or whatever that that we're talking. <laughs> you know, about. tell the stories all good like this. But uh, man, I am. I'm ready for you. New York will be fun, man. Dude, that place is. Dude, there's so many Dominican mommies. Oh yeah. Oh man, you're gonna. Have, you've been in New York before, but dude, like. Yeah, but at 13, so it's gonna be a really different experience. Dude, there are so many hotties. Like, oh my god, like, LA's cool, but it's all mostly like white girls. In New York, you got everything. You got black, you got Puerto Rican, you got Latina, oh. Afghani, Persian. Oh, snap. All right, that's cool. Oh, we're releasing this right now, right? Yeah. Go uh, go watch your Thunder Pussy show with Joe Rogan, huh? Oh, yeah. That's tonight. I mean, Are you excited? Tonight. That's cool that he's doing that. Dude, this lineup is so freaking amazing. I'm so excited. Uh the Red Band and I were able to put this together. It's uh, it's me, Red Band, Joe Rogan, Greg Fitzsimmons, Rick Ingram, Joe DeRosa, and Tony Hinchcliffe. It's like one of the most solid show lineups that we've had, if yeah. if not the most in improvised stand up history. Yeah. <laughs> like those are all guys who most of these guys tour or. I'm the weakest person on this bill is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Is I meaning not necessarily the weakest, but credit wise, credit wise. Yeah. I am the lowest on the totem pole. It'll be a good show. You got to bring it. I do. But usually the room is more full, so it's a little bit easier. Oh, when there's bigger names? Yeah, whenever there's bigger names, more people come out. So obviously it's going to be a little bit easier. The more people that are in there to laugh at your stuff. Dude, there's nothing I hate more than bombing in front of people I respect, like comics that are bigger than me. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate it. I don't even I'm at the point I don't care about the audience. I just care about like my colleagues just yeah. being like, ah, fuck. Dude, I did the comedy uh rap battle last night for the first time. Oh, how was that? It went well. I got cut in the second round though. I I beat the guy the first round and then the second round I got beat and I was like, Did that guy really beat me the second <laughs> round? Like he had some funny stuff, but I was like, I don't know. I was battling this uh this black guy and I was like I said something like, like, uh, uh, I says like going with the beat. I was like, yeah, 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 you're black. And then I was like, whoops, there we go. And I'll take it right back. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I don't know. I thought I had a pretty good round, but it was Baron Vaughn. He had a fun, he was funny. And he went to the, uh, the finals and, uh, Brett Riley ended up winning. But it was a fun show. Look at you, a little white boy. Yeah, man. It was good times. Um, what are you what are you doing this weekend, dude? 
Dude, Gen gave me my new manager, guys. Oh, oh yeah. I announced that. We need to talk about that. Justin got a brand new manager, I have y'all. a new manager. Uh, he gave me literally, like, I, I literally looked at the sheet. I have 30 things to do. What? Yeah. What, I, I'm, creating, a... I'm creating a lookbook for my new headshots, which we talked about with Gwen. I'm going through and picking images so we can take it to the photographer to get exactly what he thinks I need. So I'm doing that. You're getting new headshots? Uh, in, in like in like two or three months, oh, obviously okay. not now. But he's like, I want the lookbook now. So, <sighs> wow, very involved. I had a four and a half hour meeting with him. He just kept being like, "When you got to do this," and I was like, "Okay." Well, like what? What? Like what's some examples of some other stuff? I have to create an SNL reel. Uh, I have to. Um, I'm sending up all my materials for these out of state agents. I'm getting him my stand-up so he can look at it for – he wants it for, I guess, booking agents or oh, whatever. Gotcha. Um, he wants me to show him my the pilot I've been working on. Just all this stuff. Yeah. Just like ridiculous amount of stuff. Right. So I'll be doing that all night. I don't I don't have a show tonight, so I'll just yeah, – You just got to work. Put in that work. I'll be working. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe get faded. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Justin <laughs> was cool and also referred me to this manager, so I'm going through his audition process right now. Better learn them sides. So I gotta, I gotta, I got some work to do this weekend as well. Hey, it's Hollywood. It's what we're here for. No, it's true. I mean, if this, if, uh, he will submit me to SNL, I will jump through any hoop, <laughs> whatever it takes, man. I'll put in however much work if, uh, I actually get a tape seen by Saturday Night Live. That's, that'd be great. We'll see. We'll we'll check in with you guys in a year. Maybe we'll be too big to do this podcast. Or this podcast could be extinct in a year. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, man. But that's what we said about literally Fusion Saturday comedy for and like, I just kept plugging away. Just kept going. Dude, I literally have tried to get this podcast to a bigger network three or four different times and I almost did it and then it just trail ends and I'm Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Well, one day we don't we don't need a bigger thing. We got you builders. We got you builders. Thank you so much for listening, guys, to the building years. I've been Jeremiah Watkins. Check me out at jeremiahwatkins.tv or at Jeremiah Stand Up. Check me out. My name is Justin Alexio at Justin Alexio on Twitter, on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's hope I don't kill myself this week. Come on. So come on. Come on. It's dark. It's I know. Dark. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> you were instantly. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take, take this one. All right. Oh. Uh, oh, wait. Where's that fortune cookie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh. <laughs>